0: Love Talk Radio
1: <laughs> You know people have no idea what you want to do to get to where you are So many times it seemed like it was over But God, Isaac Curry, tell them about it
2: <laughs> Every time I think That I'm all by myself Oh, oh, mm, yeah, yeah In the sky And that's where I find my help uh, Somebody needs to hear this right here You might think that you've got it over worked out Yep
1: Amazing, you were about to lose everything. I know I'm not the only one who's been.
3: Listening to Global Gospel, stay tuned and be
2: blessed. Did you pass last night? Was meant to take your life. If you be
1: honest, if God hadn't covered you,
2: it would have been you in the brain, could have been you with the pain, with the touch. Judge-
3: God, you're listening to Isaac Karee and James Fortune, but God, so many things could have happened, but God intervened on our path, God bless you, good afternoon, it is uh, Saturday, January the 5th, it is the first Saturday of 2019, and certainly we can say, but God, it is uh, because of God's mercy and his grace and his loving kindness and his tender mercy, That we are here in the land of the living at another day that we've never seen before. Uh, This is your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and you are listening to Global Gospel. And we thank everyone uh, for listening in. uh, But God, and certainly just a reminder that we don't own the rights to any of the music that you're listening to. Um, But we thank you all for listening in to Global Gospel. Uh, Tell your family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors to log on to www dot blog talk radio dot com slash global hyphen gospel uh certainly you can like us on facebook you can like us on instagram you can like us on twitter Uh, we are on all forms of social media and certainly you can stay connected with us on there if you need to write us you can write global gospel at po box five three three one Hempstead new york Zip 11550. If you need to email us, you can email us at global gospel17 at gmail.com. You can also call and leave us a message at 516-481-3187. Um, once again, this is Global Gospel. Our theme scripture comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid. To them that are lost, and in a day like, in time like this, there are so many people that are lost. But it is our goal to that uh, to reach those that are lost in the north, the south, the east, and west, wherever you are, to let you know the good news and of Jesus Christ. Uh, for the gospel is the good news; it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also uh, to the Gentile or to the Greek. So the gospel is here for everybody. It is comprehensive. It saves, it heals, delivers, and it sets free. All that you need can be found in Christ. So again, we thank you uh, for listening in in every country, to Australia, India, Canada, Norway, Germany, South Africa, Jamaica, all across the United States. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and God bless you. Uh, we also want to uh, invite you... Uh, Global Gospel, every day for the 31 days of January, we are doing a post. So, uh, a post of scripture, a scripture that you can meditate on, a a scripture that uh, you can be encouraged by, and we are calling it Evening Inspiration. And certainly, we are on day five, and so later on this evening, you will see a new post of scripture. From day five, so you can go back and look at our Facebook page and our uh, Twitter page, and you can see our scriptures. We started out on January first, Lamentations three twenty two, twenty three, and twenty. It said, "It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion," said my soul. Therefore, will I hope. With hope in him. Day two, we talked about Isaiah 54 and 17. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness of, is of me, saith the Lord. Day three, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory, and yesterday, day four, First Thessalonians 4 and 11, and that ye study to be quiet and to do your own business and to work with your own hands as we command you. So we are on day five, and certainly um, stay tuned uh, this afternoon and look for our evening inspiration. We do have a very special guest uh, that will be joining us in just a few minutes. In studio, and uh, we want you to stay tuned and be blessed. As we talk about today, we're going to talk about the expressions of God and literature. And everyone has a gift, everyone has a talent, everyone has a calling, and uh, how we convey the message is differently, but it is only one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. So we are grateful that each week we have a different dress that expresses God in their own way and gives to the world and presents to global gospel and the world at large, what God has given them because we all have heaven in, uh, we should all have heaven in our view and, uh, we should have Christ on our mind. Uh, we're going to take a break. Once again, our number here in studio is 619-924-0800. Uh, we will open up the lines later for you to, uh, call in if you so desire. This uh, song, after the song, you will be hearing from our guests. Stay tuned to Global Gospel.
0: I never thought I'd get to be a
2: million. I never thought I'd get to be a million.
3: Shrag, how are you, Mr. Shrag?
4: Hey, I'm great, Lamar. I'm uh so blessed to be on your show. I really appreciate this time.
3: That's great. Before we go any further, how about you tell us about the song that we just listened to? It's one of your uh one of your picks, one of your choices.
4: Yeah, you know, it's um, I find it um poetic. Um I love British rock, and believe it or not, the Moody Blues, were uh, they began their thing in the 60s, and it's classic rock. You can tell there's an orchestra, and it's just one of those songs that uh, has some elasticity and meaning, and it always inspired me, and it always, uh, even as a young man, made me want to look up, and it made me reflect on God, and even heaven... um, and what will come one day for those of us who uh, are in Christ. So that's that's my inspiration. That's one of those songs that always inspired me.
3: Great. That's, Thank you for good. that. Thank you for sharing uh, that with us. Um, so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself.
4: Sure. I'm um, 61-year-old man now. And um, much- I've been... Yeah, I've been in the Lord for 38 years now. Um, Since I'm 23, the lights went on when I was 23. Um, I had an opportunity when I was 15 to follow the Lord. and I'll never forget um, being in a church service and there being an altar call, and I remember thinking this is true and i remember in that moment of uh, decision i said no not now another time and without elaborating those years from 15 until 23 thank god he knocked on the door of my heart or at least i heard the knocking when i was 23 again but those eight years were the darkest years of my life And I I really feel like um, perhaps God had more. Of course, he works all things together for good, but I I believe he had more for me had I chosen to follow him then. I'm so grateful that he found me, though, at 23, and, and he's kept me, and I've clung to him. And he's walked me through a lot. He's challenged me with things like uh, obedience, and he's walked my wife and I through some difficult valleys. Uh, but he's been faithful. We've had uh, my wife, especially, has had health issues, um, and without getting into specifics, he's always proven himself to be the healer, and in some cases, miraculously. Um, we've uh, raised seven kids, with parents of eight, one passed. That was a difficult challenge for us, saying goodbye to one. Um, we've adopted six children uh, from different parts of the world, and our life has pretty much been uh, family. It has pretty much been kids. Um, we both came from... Uh, challenging upbringings, our parents did the best they could, um, uh, but they had no tools and we've learned a few things um, from their mistakes. Um, and anyhow, uh, we make it a point to cling to Jesus, to pray, to seek his guidance. We've grown in the faith, and we've grown in his word, and um, all we can say is he's faithful. He's a great, forgiving God. I'm a teacher. I teach high school English. I've been teaching for 32 years now, and um, I see it as something God equipped me to do. I'm not gifted at many things, but I, I have had the help of uh, God showing me the things that he has given me. So I give him the glory. He helps me to communicate uh, in uh, writing and in expression. And um, my joy is kids, young people. I obviously have a lot of kids, and I meet a lot of kids every day, and uh, I can't see myself doing anything different but anyhow i am probably talking too much i don't know exactly what you're interested in but that's what i feel like expressing
3: well i mean the best way for a person to uh be introduced is to introduce themselves and it sounds like you've had an uh, you have an awesome testimony and certainly you've been on an amazing journey uh as you say as to be a christian a young christian uh to be a, a husband a father of, of many an educator and and you know when you're in education that's just an extension to the to other than your the own eight lives in your personal household as you touch uh you've touched hundreds of students over the past thirty plus years i'm sure and so um what what greater uh i, I mean that's a great honor to uh say that you've been connected with that many people and helped uh shape and mold their lives so um we are we are grateful uh uh that you're here and uh i believe Thank my you. brother marlin was a uh, student of yours, and he explained to me that you uh <laughs> you also lead the uh bible discussions
4: yeah. right if i if i remember right Marlin was never a student of mine, but he was uh one of the handful at Uniondale high school he used to come to Bible club as a young man and he um he was really um a step above you know most of the kids, as far as what he knew about the scriptures and jesus and um uh, about a real relationship with jesus and he was a a great plus for for kids in that bible club i 'll never forget marlon uh for that, but anyhow yeah um educating is uh is uh the thing i i enjoy I, I can tell i um, have a, a, a bit of an effect. In fact, uh, bumped into kids through the years who become adults, and you know, a lot of them say, "You know, I couldn't stand you, but now when I look back <laughs> at your your <laughs> expression, that's you, a great
3: way to start a conversation."
4: <laughs> yeah, you you had a you had a great effect on me, and I said, "Well, I thank you for that." And, and you know, some even make their way um, by. Um, you know, email or even a knock on my door while I'm teaching just to say some things and sometimes it comes just at the uh right moment when I'm having a bad day, some kid might come around and say, Hey, you were great or hey this is my boyfriend, this was my favorite teacher I say, Are You kidding me? Well anyhow, um I uh I love to elicit from people and I think that's what education is uh about it's it's drawing out of students uh, things they may not know they have it's not we're not purveyors of knowledge and we can steer them and, and it's really up to them and we're just facilitators of helping them to grow to, to come to know um, themselves better and to know what gifts they have and to motivate them to perform to do, in, in my case as an English teacher, to write, to read, um, to read between the lines, to make inferences. Um, language is so big in our culture, and literature is so big, and um, I can't see myself doing anything else. And when, Even when I was in school, English was my class, along with gym, maybe a little bit of art. Um, lunch was my favorite subject. Uh, but the other more significant things. I was not the best student, but I, I did notice even back then that I, I had this inclination to, to love uh, language, to love story, um, to love telling stories, to love writing, and so that's um, that's how
3: I've evolved. So, so in your your Christian walk and your uh, Christian journey, uh, becoming an educator. Uh, did, you, did you kind of stumble across that this is what God wants me to do To how I'm going to reach other people Or were you just kind of a, an educator And then you realize, okay, God is using me in a greater way
4: That's a good question, Lamar um, As I said, I, I love story as a kid In fact, when I was 13, I said, God, I want to be a writer This is what I like to do and um, you know, in my uh, elementary way of praying, anyway, I always did believe in God. And I, you know, I majored in English. I finished school when I was about twenty-two, and then I worked in an aircraft manufacturing company. And I'd probably still be there if it never closed down. But when I uh, was twenty-nine, uh, having a, a young family, I that job was closing, and I. Began to pray seriously, God, what do you want me to do? And then one day, he pointed uh, to teaching. I ran into a former teacher. I saw another uh, piece in a newspaper about a teacher, and my pastor mentioned that uh, doors were opening for teachers. And, um, you know, from the pulpit, he said this, and, and it would be a great time for people to, who are Christians to step in and wow, God, you're showing me this, and it's something I never wanted to do. Uh, Ironically, I I didn't like teenagers. As a young man who was almost 30, I I felt like I couldn't do it, but it was sort of a, this is what I want you to do. I want you to obey me, and I want you to take these steps. And I went back to school. I, I finished my master's quickly, hurriedly and took the tests necessary, and my goodness, it was uh, maybe a year and a half later, all of a sudden I'm in a classroom, and I'm standing before uh, teenagers, and um, that's how it all evolved. It's sort of like a God thing. Um, It was an obedience challenge. Um, He knows us better than we know ourselves. I've learned that over and over again. Um, he does want us to lay down our desires, pick up his cross, and obey him. And there's no better way. Even if we do look back at uh, the road not taken or the the road that had a roadblock, he knows best. He knows us better, and um, it's all good when it's with uh, when it's with the Lord. It's all good, and hindsight tells us that I think.
3: Right. And it, it is so important that we hear the voice of God and you just mentioned as an as an English teacher you just made reference to uh the road not taken, Robert Frost, which happened yes, to be sir. one of and uh I've used that in sermons several times and uh actually I just had a discussion about it yesterday. But we could actually mm-hmm. go on and on and on about that. But <laughs> but but I, <laughs> I I digress. I won't we'll talk about the road not taken another time. But sure. um it is important like you said that uh we hear the voice of god and and so many times I find that people tell us um what what they think we should be doing, or we tell ourselves what we think we should be doing, and it's not necessarily the path that God has uh laid out for us. It's not uh, because the You're Bible right. says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and He delighteth in their way so um you know God orders our steps every step of the way, even we don't even know what's going on in our life. God is there if we can't see him, uh, if we can't uh, feel like we don't feel him, he is there all the time. Amen. I think that's so important um, that you Amen. Mentioned that. Agreed. you just kind of almost stumbled into your your calling, you know, just, you know, but uh you know, um, I'm going to take a brief break and we're going to talk you are also an author, correct?
4: Correct I, so, uh, I've yeah, written two novels and a, a collection of poems, and I'm working on my first uh, biography. yes
3: great that, that's great to hear, so you' you're two and and two and one on the way. Um, so got three um,
4: done and one on the
3: way, right: I'm oh, sorry, three and one on the way. Yes. so um, th- that is great to hear that you are uh, doing great things. Um, i'm going to take We're going to take a break. once again, you're listening to global gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. Uh, In studio, we have Mr. Uh, Cliff Schrag, who is an educator, uh, a Bible teacher, uh, an author. And uh, he has done uh, so much, and he's contributed to the lives of others. So um, perhaps just a reminder, if you missed the first part or first segment, you can uh, log back on. All our shows are archived. So you can log back on and look Expressions of God in Literature, Mr. Cliff Shray This song right here that I'm going to play, uh, it's by um, Jay Morse, and it says, We must praise. And it lets us know that whatever we are, and whoever we are, and whatever God has set out for us to do, it is to give if God I were a praise.
2: Drummer, I would use my symbol if I were a rock. How would you the pencil? How would Roll mm-hmm. the mm-hmm.
3: Are um, that we are giving God praise ultimately by using our gifts. Would you agree, Mr. Shrek?
4: That's a beautiful song. I'm listening closely to those lyrics. Very inspirational, and and like you said, it it does sum it up. I like that whole concept of writing with a pencil.
3: (laughs) Right, and and because you are a writer, uh, so that is that is awesome. I do have a we do have a guest. before we talk about your uh, writing uh, Let's hear from our guest Caller, are you there?
0: Hello, good afternoon
3: Good afternoon, how are you? Who are we speaking with?
0: I'm good, and yourself?
3: Good, can't complain
0: Happy New Year well, for you, Happy hey, New Year you to uh, you, Reverend Townsend And uh, Pastor Schreck. Uh Good afternoon to you This is uh, Marlon Townsend Actually calling in
4: Hey, Marlon.
0: I I just called in to to say thank you uh, to you, Mr. Strag, for uh, being uh, one of those godly men that I can contribute honor and thanks to for uh, being a part of my purpose and destiny. And it sure has been a fruitful field uh, from when I met you until now. And I, I appreciate you for that, for all that you have instilled in me and taught me along the way
4: why did you why did you say a fruitful field?
0: <laughs> it was on my heart to say
4: really do you, do you know the title of my uh first novel is a fruitful field
0: well, now i do and and now the listening on his <laughs> nose,
4: yeah, I'm looking at it right here. that is so funny. I mean that is so god, but wow that's that's something else.
2: But yep. well, well, I appreciate
4: uh, that encouragement, Marlon. We we need I, I, that. The paycheck yes, isn't sir. the only thing that keeps us going, right?
0: Not at all, not at all. <laughs> all right, so be encouraged. Keep your head up high. Beautiful. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you
3: for calling in. Once again to our listeners, our number is 619-924-0800. 619-924-0800 if you so desire to call in. All right, um, so, Mr. Schrag, you have used your pencil, as uh, the song suggested. What did you use your pencil to do?
4: (laughs) Well, thank God for the blood of Jesus, first of all. Which, you know, it's an amazing irony, but blood is quite a stainer. But it's the blood of Jesus that washes us white as snow. And, you know, he's given us such a beautiful prescription to always, you know, remind ourselves we're sinners and we're saved by his grace. And we, we're, we enter into the presence of the Father only by the blood of Jesus, not by good things we do, um, not by our general goodness, which is a fallacy but Jesus has made the way and any good that comes out of our lives in purpose or in behavior is really just an expression of obedience and an expression of thankfulness for what he's done. He's loved us first. And, um, so the blood of Jesus, it's the, it's what erases. And, um, we make mistakes, and God knows how to cover. It's a beautiful thing uh, to have forgiveness and to live in that. I mean, that's the only way we can live horizontally with people is by being forgiving and forbearing. We, we need to approach every relationship with the expectation of um, that being required to make it work be forgiving because we're forgiven, and to be forbearing, tolerating. And um, that's what it's all about. There was an old movie back in the 60s, uh, I think it was called Love Story, and there was a line that came out um, that was made famous then. A love is never having to say I'm sorry. Well, that's a lie. That's not the truth. Hmm. Love is all about Saying I'm sorry, being willing to say it and say it frequently, and uh, love is being able to say I forgive you, and meaning it and living that, because that's really the, the principal theme I think in the gospel is forgiveness and love. That's true. Um, I'm, I'm getting in. I'm getting appreciate. I'm getting in a preaching mode, and it's funny that Marlon said, "Pastor Shrag." I'm not a pastor, but of course, we all are to some degree. We we have our families and we shepherd people, but that was good. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying this very much. So, you want um, to ask me some questions about my writing? Was it?
3: Yes. So, um, well, I think. You said your first one was
2: uh, Fruitful?
3: It's a Fruitful Field. That was published in 2000.
4: Yeah, and um, it is pretty much um, a redemption theme. Okay. Um, It's about a marriage that unravels. It's not autobiographical at all. Um, Of course, we're affected by... Clear that up. (laughs) Yes, in fact, the main character is very tall, and I'm not tall. I'm short, so that <laughs> clears that up too. <laughs> okay. But uh, just a marriage that comes apart, and um, and then through a series of events, you know, God does His thing, and He puts it back together, even after a divorce, and reunites um, something that seemed, you know, lost and broken and uh, irredeemable. He redeems a marriage, and he starts fresh as a potter would with a broken vessel. Um, I enjoyed so we don't want to the tell. story. I don't want to tell the ending, no.
3: We, but yeah, we don't the want general to, picture. <laughs> we, we don't want to tell too much because we do want the people to purchase this <laughs> so they can have the full experience. So we're going to just leave our listeners in a little bit of suspense. Well, so, thank you for that, so, Lamar.
4: So for now,
3: <laughs> we know that there's this couple and their marriage unravels. And yeah. we don't know how it unravels and we don't know how it gets put back together, but we know that God in Christ is the center of everything. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. So so
4: absolutely.
3: So the book number 1 is a fruitful field, correct? That's
4: it, a fruitful field. And um, of course, I have a, a web page. All you have to do is Google Cliff or Clifford Schrag, S E H R A G E, and a page comes up and means to uh, get a little more familiar with what I've written. Um, yeah, and the next book is. Um, 2016, so obviously uh, not that much writing goes on because I'm a busy man teaching and parenting and other uh, church responsibilities, but I finally got uh, Silas Dillon of Cary County done, and um, what that's about is it's about a foster child, an American foster child. He's lonely and uh, he's damaged, and he's fragile. Uh, He's uh, a biracial, and he's a childhood beneficiary of uh, harsh consequences that were sort of created by, um, well, clearly created by the poor choices of those around him, his mother especially, and his, you know, out-of-the-picture father and it's about uh, his emotionally unstable, uh, neglectful birth mothers clinging to him and not releasing him for adoption, which is kind of what hurt him. Uh, Through no fault of his own, he becomes trapped in this continuous rotation of um, fictional suburban Cary County's foster care system. And he tries uh, desperately to find a place to call home and stability. And as he ages, he becomes less um, adoptable or less um, available. Um, He grows increasingly lonely, alienated, and he grows angry naturally as the years of his uh, precious childhood pass. It doesn't take long before... Uh, some self-destructive tendencies emerge, which happens in a lot of kids who are thrown into the world in this situation,
3: so true.
4: Um, shaping um, what should be his innocent youth into a, a kind of a, a maze that only a miracle can redeem. And um, all I could say is it's a happy ending, and I won't get into the details, but the focus is on... The episodic events focused around the episodic different kinds of homes, some being good and some being uh, not very good at all, that uh, bring him to a place where he, um, well, I'll I'll stop it there and hope somebody will buy it and read it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, we're going to put a bookmark right there. So (laughs) everyone that goes out and purchases that book, when you get there, you say, okay. Now here comes the part I've been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, very good, so, very so, good. So that's book that's book number 2 to add to your book list and 2019 is a new year so um you know we have a a lot of reading to get done this year. So so book number 3.
4: Yeah, book number 3 is um you know I've always uh loved poetry. Um it's not a uh, very mark- marketable uh product people there had been a renaissance a while back but um I'm, i teach poetry i teach creative writing in high school but i love poetry enough to want to write some myself uh it's free verse uh, that i write um uh, to be honest, as one, I've always, you know, privately considered free verse uh, as inferior to your blank verse and rhymed verse. Really? Uh, metered, metered poetry, yeah. But the challenge to me is the idea that it's uh, it's what's modern and American, and to write quality free verse is my aim. Um so I make that the challenge, and, and that's what I like to read too. But right. um, underneath random lines and mundane topics like uh, you know a small town in a rural place or uh, the passing of a year or even just looking out uh, a window on a rainy day like we are now, uh, right. there's, there's a lot of emotions that can grab readers in that you know mundane activity and and bring them to to consider or reconsider their own lives and I like to uh, sprinkle a lot of Jesus in there. Um,
2: you and that, know, and that, I,
4: uh, and that, you mentioned Robert and, Frost and that's that's my uh, he's my he's my model.
2: Oh, but anyhow, wow. go
4: ahead, go ahead. You were going to say something. I'm sorry.
3: So, and so, and that speaks, and you're talking about free verse, that kind of speaks to, I think, the time period that we're in in the society that, you know, we live in. Everybody is very informal these days. Mm-hmm. You know, the dress mm-hmm. code's informal, church is informal, uh, the workplace is informal. So I think the free verse, and a lot of people, the younger generation, do a lot of spoken word. So I think it mm-hmm. just speaks to um, the time period that we're in and it doesn't take yeah. away from uh, you know the uh you know more structured types of uh poetry or poetry of yesteryear you know yeah. it's, it's like it's like when we talk about the prophets the major prophets and the minor prophets we say that they're they're minor because of the quantity that they wrote not because of the quality of their word so yeah you know, uh, yes
4: absolutely you're right i um you know, I see poetry as a way of, I mean, some things are said repeatedly, um, but poetry is a means of saying it differently. Um, and, you know, I like to think that writing in general is um, is this notion that we want to restore the messed up, ravaged body of the world uh, through words, which there's power in words. But, I, you know, I want my poetry especially to just brim with God's wisdom. And, and that's what I pray uh, as when I write, and that, that it would be, you know, full of feeling. And, and, of course, all the devices that make poetry poetry, metaphor, cadence, assonance, antiphonal lines, all the um, sound devices and mechanisms that distinguish poetry from prose and drama So, um, you know, I, I, if you'd like I could read a poem I could uh, read an excerpt from the novel um, If there's time um, If you think that's fitting Unless you got a few more things you want me to express
3: Oh, no, um, I think you can uh, Well, how about you pick what uh, You know, we're, we're coming down to the close of the hour So um, yeah, let
4: me, let me see. I got so a short... You, you pick
3: what, what works best for you, if you want to read an excerpt from your book or from your poetry. Let me read, what...
4: a, let me read one poem. I'll open one okay. randomly. and Here's one. Soybean Field. The descending pliant rows of green from mounds of growth between low-shadowed corridors Shallow valleys, narrow gullies, a smooth view, a raked look, a soft growth. The wind combs the soybean field, turning leaves to successive waves all the way up from the bay that is down, where the pink beach thinly cleaves the two, the field and sea, the green and blue. Asunder, and then the crow's mewling caws are cloven by raven's cries. To the east, the mare of the crescent moon rises lemon-colored, jaundiced, a hue somewhere between the spectrums orange and green. To the west, the sun sets in egg yolk and red, the tide rising, gushing westward, the wind and waves pushing eastward, and we are descending on bike pedals down the unpaved road beside the soybean field against the wind, prisoners for now to this earth, this life, both earth and life, so replete with these betweens, these asunders, these easts and wests, these subtle shifts in spectrums these tides that rise against the driven waves, these that fall, and all these contraries, all full of views, hues, and rides downhill against the wind, and uphill with the wind. Well, there's a little sample. Love the sound of words. <laughs>
3: and, and tell us, and what does that? Um, what what would you like for the reader of that to feel or to experience?
0: Well,
4: I, I think it's kind of a definition of our um, temporal life here on Earth. It's full of, you know, blessings and comforts and pleasures, and it's full of difficulties. And combined again, it's like you know, going downhill against the wind and uphill with the wind. But it's temporal; it's for now. We're prisoners of earth, and we're awaiting something so so much better, so much more in line with the, the way God originally planned it in the garden. And um, you know, we're all headed there, all of us Christians, anyway. We're we're headed for something so much better. And none of us has a promise of tomorrow. Um, life here is is Jesus, yeah. So, yeah, it's just a different way of saying it.
3: That's true. And that, I, I think that's awesome Um, how you have allowed God to use you in what to others may seem a, an unconventional way because, you know, so many times people get caught up in, Institution Of church uh, But God goes beyond the four walls Not to take away from the church Because we, we should go to church But not to take away from that God speaks to us in several. He uses people In, in several different ways To speak to us Outside of the four walls of the church And uh, yes. we, we can all do it better Together All things work together uh, for, for the good of them that love the Lord um, yeah, you, you, I like you, the way you,
4: you say t- that You know, we need church, you're right And uh, that's where we get charged And when we leave church We're entering our mission field, all of us But, but being with the body of believers in whatever fashion Whether it's in a house or a big
3: cathedral
4: um, Getting charged up with God's people is, is very important You're right, Lamar
3: So true um, Our hour has gone by so fast um, once again, you're listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. Uh, Mr. Cliff Schrag is our guest today. And um, he's going to come back and um, we're going to take a one, one final break. And uh, he's going to come back and offer a word of prayer and give his, uh, give his concluding remarks and offer a word of prayer. We spoke some time ago and we mentioned this hymn uh, that says, uh, Be Thou My Vision. Uh, so we're going to just uh we'll come we'll we'll have another show we'll talk about the hymns again uh as we've done so many times before because actually hymns are uh someone had a quote and i can't um remember who it is right off the top of my head or what the exact word but basically they said like a hymn is like poetry with music added or something like that so um in, in 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 a uh summary of what they said, that's what I'm gonna say about the hymn. <laughs> so it's poetry with music added to it. Uh, Beautiful. this uh, is Norton the Norton Hall plan, Be Thou My Vision and we're gonna to listen to that and we're gonna come back and Mr Shraig is
0: gonna close us out.
3: Conclusion and prayer for our listeners Once again thank you everyone For tuning in to Global Gospel Um, Invite you to join in Every Saturday from 1pm until 2pm We're here every Saturday And we thank you for listening Thank you Mr. Schrag for joining us And uh, we just want everyone to remember that The shows are archived so you can go back And listen
4: Oh Heavenly Father in the name of Jesus, I give you thanks for this opportunity uh, to share the things that you put in my heart. I, I thank you, Lord, for this, um, this vehicle, this avenue of the gospel, and, and for, for Lamar and the obvious uh, pure expression and quest for truth and desire to get the good news out, Lord, and and from his brother as well, and everybody who's uh, part of this ministry. God, I ask that everybody who listened today and everybody who listens would move closer to you. Lord, that they would draw near to you, knowing the promise that you'll draw near to them. Use the expression that comes through. Use something today to do that with every listener today. And Lord, I ask for the ministry as well. Lord, that you would catapulted to places uh, Lamar never dreamed possible. Lord, to reach many. Lord, bless this. Bless this, Lord, as it's anointed, obviously, as Lamar is anointed. Touch lives. Touch many. Open doors. Nothing is impossible with you, God. Save souls. Bring back those lost ones in Jesus name amen thank you Lamar
3: amen God bless you thank you
4: I'm going to be in touch with you okay
3: will do thank you so much thank you again God bless the glory thank you for listening to this. global gospel give him glory as you go through the next week just remember to give God glory, honor, and praise, for he's worthy y'all act like y'all to be praised.
2: This is for,
3: this for that whole role right there, right,
1: right there. Ain't Shirley, stand up and, and face the audience this way, right quick. Come on, just stand up and, and wave at everybody. This song is for you tonight, ain't Shirley. You just
2: give him on
1: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW Group. Void. were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.